Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, um, Liverpool versus Chelsea in the third round of the Carabao Cup. Um, I I was meant to do an episode on Liverpool versus Southampton on Saturday. However, I didn't get to watch that game live. So I couldn't really do a live reaction. And... By the time I watched the highlights, it was kind of like, kind of not po- kind of pointless to do an episode on it. Do you know what I mean? I I like to watch a full game, and give you my analysis that way because when I'm watching highlights, I might, I'm I'm I might not um be able to spot something, in comparison to a live game when I'm seeing everything in the flesh. So yeah, third round of anyway. But yeah, it was a good win for Liverpool against Southampton in that game. But yeah, tonight was Liverpool versus Chelsea um in the Carabao Cup third round. We play Chelsea we've played Chelsea tonight. Well, we've just yeah, we've just played them tonight. We're going to play them again on Saturday. So it's interesting to see what kind of cards Klopp and Sarri would be holding to their chest. Because the Premier League will probably be the final encounter of what we have learned and how we should move forward. Right. So, um, the Carabao Cup is a weird one. Because Liverpool's position right now, we're basically in a good position in the league. In a good position in the Champions League. But Carabao Cup is like, it's the trophy, you, you, it, it's like, ugh, how do you describe it? It's a baby cup, obviously, but it's the trophy that I kind of want us to con- to go for because we haven't won it, we haven't won a trophy in seven, six, it'll, it'll, it'll be seven years now, it'll be seven years, seven years period, so, um, what what the kind of lineup Klopp would field will kind of tell me his feelings towards the competition, and yeah, let me just say we lost today, we lost to Chelsea. I'm gonna tell you why I think we lost, the thought process of Klopp, and what this means for Liverpool moving forward. So, because we play Chelsea again in the Premier League on Saturday. It was very likely both managers will make a lot of changes or little changes. And whoever had the slightest, strongest lineup would ultimately probably come on top and win, win, win the game. So, yeah. So, the game st- so in goal, we had Mignolet, left back Moreno, centre backs Lovren, Matip, right back Klein. In midfield, you had Milner, Keita, Fabinho. Up front, you had Sadio Mane, Daniel Sturridge and Shakiri. And yeah, Chelsea also rotated as well. That line-up, the first thing I thought, oh no, is it 2016 again? Mignolet goal, Klein, Love, oh, that line-up... It, it shakens me. That was the lineup where pundits kept on criticizing how bad that defense is. 
And I don't blame them for criticising how bad that defence is. Um, because it's always... There's no organisation and you've got a dodgy keeper. But yeah, um, that was the line-up. So moving forward now. The first half... I think I managed to watch the game from like 10 minutes in. So I don't know what happened in the first 10 minutes. But as soon as I turned the game on, because I thought it was an 8 o'clock kickoff, it wasn't. So that's my own fault. But anyway, so the game started now. And it seemed like Chelsea were on top. Between the 10th and the 30th minute, I just see Chelsea creating half chances here and there. The difference was that they had Morata up front. And... um. Morata does was Morata does best. He doesn't finish chances or he gets in crap positions where it's non-threatening. I remember he had one shot at Mignolet, but he went to the near post, which Mignolet was standing at anyway. So it was kind of a a comfortable parry away from goal, which he should have done. Um, in terms of seeing us on the ball. You can tell why Klopp is taking his time with Keita and Fabinho. They need to adjust to the Premier League. They need to adjust. And you can tell the pace. Keita can kind of deal with the pace. I just think it's the the, the technical and mental aspects that he just needs to come, that he needs to just get up to grips with. Because... Physicality wise, Cater is fine, but the technical and mental aspects of the Premier League of the English game, Cater still learning and adapting. So after December, I think Cater will, it will be fully incorporated with him on how the Premier after the winter break, he will know the pace of the Premier League. Fabinho. I mean, he was gonna start if if this was if there was ever a game to start him in the Carabao Cup would be it. Unfortunately, the level of opposition in Chelsea may not have been it for him, and he can tell he's a bit slow. He's slow when doing stuff like when we're playing out from the back. He do well every now and then with tackles, but in terms of fluidity. He just seemed about two yards off the pace slower, which is which is aggravating for me because I like to see the ball tick. But that's obviously a him adjusting to the Premier League kind of thing. And you can see why Klopp never really brought on Fabinho. And it may take longer than December. I think it might take until February or March for Fabinho to be up to pace. And yeah... Um, Sturridge, Sturridge, oh yeah, in the first half I was really loving Sturridge, he was doing what Fabinho does, tracking back and tackling in areas where where Firmino would win the ball himself, and him filling that void was excellent, I loved that, and Shakiri was hungry, Shakiri showed desire and passion, won the ball, Won the ball a lot, linked up play to try and get a start-up attack going. And you can tell he was he was playing like a man that wanted to start on a regular occasion for Liverpool. Uh, the one chance that we could have had, I can't remember, 
our pressing was putting Chelsea on the ropes. Um, they were making so many mistakes. But the problem was, when we came to creating our chances from that mistake, we'd, we'd let them off too many times. Somebody at near the end of the first half passed this ball to storage and it was like the spirit of Lukaku was in storage because this first touch was horrendous. And if he controlled it, he's one-on-one and Daniel Storage will do what he does best, score. But he didn't do that that day. Didn't do that in the first half. Second half now. What are we doing again? Making sure we're pressing Chelsea that they make mistakes. And I think Barkley or Kovacic makes an incorrect pass, trying to pass it back to Willy Calibero. Sturridge anticipates it. He's one-on-one with Willy. He goes, he tries to go around him, but he uses his right foot, his weaker foot. And Willy Calibero slightly parries it away. But Sturridge is still able to get to the ball. So it's an open goal. But he seems to lose balance when shooting with his right foot. And he misses it. It was a shocking miss. I can't even lie. It was a shocking miss. Liverpool should have been 2-0 up from that first half when Sturridge miscontrolled it. And missing an open goal is inexcusable. And, um, yeah, that was annoying. But did he make up for it? He did. Finally. Um, how did this go happen now? If I remember, I can't even remember. I think someone crossed the ball in and shot at Willy Caballero. He parried it away. And then Sturridge scored an overhead kick as the rebound, which went in that time and it was 1-0 to Liverpool. So that was sweet. And then Chelsea decided to up their game. Sorry, clocked on. Right, we're 1-0 down. What should we do? Bring on Hazard. So Hazard came on for William. And then what Sorry, Sorry started to notice was um, Moreno, right? This guy is a terrible left back. Sorry knows this. So he made sure his Chelsea team always attack down our left side because Moreno vacates space a lot. And this is annoying. Moreno's not a left back. He's a left winger. When you give this guy defensive duties, he's shocking. He is shocking. And it's, it's so frustrating. And you can just tell Chelsea were just gaining confidence attacking from our left side. Because it would either lead to a half chance or a chance. And they kept pestering that left side. And Moreno couldn't handle it well. And every time they tried to attack the other side where Klein was. Klein would do well to nullify the attack. The only poor thing that Klein does is when he's on the ball and he's in the final third. Because Liverpool heavily depend on fullbacks when we are in transition from defence to attack. And Klein is a bit rigid when we come to when he's in the final third. So that's where Klein is ahead of him in terms of creating chances. 
But defensively, he's very good at nullifying the attack of the opposition, which is what I want to see. But it's just not good enough to be first-team calibre for Liverpool just yet. However, um, I think we make more changes. No, we made a change where Henderson comes on for Milner. And then um, Firmino come on, came on for Mane. And yeah, Chelsea were still doing that thing of attacking down that side. Cater causes a foul. Um, so there's a free kick to Chelsea. The ball is whipped in. Barkley heads it. It's saved by Mignolet. But he parries it back into the danger zone. And the Chelsea player taps it in and it's 1-1. But they look at it on VAR and Barkley's offside. He's offside by a foot. So I don't understand what the purpose of VAR is if it's incorrectly calling offsides. So what is the point of VAR if it's going to do that? Do you know what I mean? Where's the sense in that? And then things got bad to worse. Hazard picks up the ball. On guess what side? The side Moreno's in again. He skins Moreno. He skins Lovren. He's one on one with Mignolet. He shoots. It hits the back. Po- it hits the. He shoots at the back post. Hits the net. Two one to Chelsea. Hazard goal. And from nothing, from when we should have been at least two 0 up, we are now two one down. And this pissed me off greatly. And then Sturridge had the chance, I think, two minutes after that. He shot outside the box, hit the crossbar. So Sturridge could have got a hat-trick today. And, um, yeah, Henderson just couldn't handle Hazard. He tactically fouled him because Hazard, when he dribbles past you, you can't stop it. He's the best dribbler in the Premier League. When he wants to dribble past you, he just he's just in that mood for doing that. Not much you can do. And then in the end, this then Chelsea brought on Kante. I think about, yeah, they brought on Kante, who just played the sitting row and just stopped our attacks. And because Jorginho was on the bench, Kante playing that defensive role is what he does best. When he's playing that advanced role, it's a, it's weird. I think they're still in transition about that. So, so yeah, then we, so we lost the game from there. So we're out of the Carabao Cup once again. Second year running from the third round. So yeah, I'm pretty annoyed because I thought Man United going out yesterday, if we beat Chelsea, is a winnable competition. But I guess from... So now we're going to go on to Jurgen Klopp. If Klopp really wanted to win this game... He would have started Allison, and he would have started maybe one or two more others instead of the second team of the defense. Which he, if he wants to rotate, he can rotate. But from the defense alone, you know, you know, Klopp doesn't care if we lose this game. Because the priority, because we've done so well in the Premier League so far, in the Champions League, we have to go for it. And because we're out, we are now out of this cup. He has to con. 
we have to challenge for the title. We absolutely have to challenge for the title. If we are not still title contenders in the running, it's a failure of a season. It's a failure of a season. Klopp is now under in more more pressure than ever to deliver a trophy for Liverpool, right? We played all this great football, brilliant. Don't get me wrong, we're still the form team and we're showing that in the league and it wasn't our strongest side, obviously, neither was it Chelsea's. But the fact he, we still we lost this game and Klopp didn't intend to play a relatively strong side that is a sacrifice. He literally sacrificed winning the trophy in February to potentially make sure we get one in May. So, does that mean there's added pressure? Of course. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. So, yeah. It's pretty much that. Um, we played them again on Saturday. Hazard tore our team to shreds. But let's see him do that against Virgil van Dijk, Joe Gomez, Trent Alexander, Arnold and Andy Robertson with Alisson and goal. Do that again at Stamford Bridge. Go on Hazard, I'm asking you to do that again. Let's see you produce that again. We know they won't. And yeah, I think we're going to hurt Chelsea on Saturday because now there's an incentive to get revenge. And the Premier League, three points is three points. But when you beat us in the cup, it doesn't guarantee that you've won the cup. It's just guaranteed that you're in the next round. Unless Chelsea win the Carabao Cup, then yeah, they can get the bragging rights. But if we beat them on their own perch, which we are capable of doing... And here's how I think we do it. It all depends on that lineup from Sari. If Gorginho starts and Kante is playing that advanced role, he is in trouble. He is in trouble. West Ham will manage to exploit that uh, the space in that defence when Kante is occupying that advanced role. Because Gorginho is still trying to keep up with the pace of the Premier League. Fair enough, on the ball, he can dictate the ball, the tempo. But off the ball, he is on Serie A mode. And Liverpool on the counter-press is not a joke. When we get you and Kante is playing that advanced role and you're leaving us all that space with the front three, with Milner, with Gini Wijnaldum, you are in trouble. So I hope Sarri goes with that lineup, and I hope we get our revenge. So yeah, it's a disappointing end. It's our first loss of the season in all competitions. I mean, we were going to lose a game eventually, obviously. You can't win every single game. That's just impossible. That's not how football works. But I'm disappointed, but, I ain't too up. I ain't, but I'm still upbeat on our future. So, yeah, this was a pretty long podcast. I'm going to end things there. Thank you for listening. And I will definitely be watching the Saturday one, which is an evening kickoff. So be sure to like, subscribe, share this podcast with your peers on social media and get this platform going for me. Thank you for listening. This was LFC Reactions.